Hey there, everybody. Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Landa, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast, Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast, and Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. Yes, today I am concluding the summer-long movie reviews of the three Free Willy movies, Free Willy 3, the Rescue, which came out in 1997. 16-year-old Jesse and old friend Randolph try to foil an illegal whaler threatening Willie and his pregnant mates. We have Jason James Richter, of course, returning as Jesse. August Schellenberg as Randolph Johnson. I didn't even know he had a last name. I said he didn't, but we just didn't know what it was. And yeah, R.I.P. He did pass away. We have Annie Corley as Drew Halbert. We have Vincent Barry as young Max Wesley. I guess they needed to team Jesse up with another eight-year-old kid. Because we don't, I don't think we hear about what Elvis is up to. Because he's not in this movie. All we get a mention of Glenn and Annie. Just like, oh, thank you for talking to them and convincing them. It's like a summer on a research boat, basically. We have John Wesley played by Patrick Kilpatrick. Mary Wesley played by Tasha Sims, and just a handful of other people. <laughs> uh, directed by Sam Pillsbury. Writers Keith Walker, John, John Matson. All right, let's get to the trivia. Oh, um, how is this rated on IMDb? Hold on. Um, 4.7! Oh, my gosh! Yes, I gotta say, guys, this is not a favorite of... Of the three, this is, to me, this is the weakest link. Yeah, we got 5.0 for Free Willy 2 and 6.0 for Free Willy. And 5.0 for Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove, which has Bindi Irwin and Bow Bridges. I am never going to cover that movie. Please don't ever ask me to, because it just looks not good. Granted, it did score three points higher on IMDb than this one did. We got trivia. All right, Francis Capra, the young actor who played Elvis, Jesse's half-brother in Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home, was approached to reprise his role in this film. He declined because he felt that the character of Max was too similar to Elvis. Um, okay. I don't get it. Why would he be on in this movie anyway? It's about Jesse and Willy. Why would Elvis need to take along? Let's just say we got plenty of Elvis in the second movie. The end credits featured a memorial dedication to Free Willy co-star Keith A. Walker, who passed after filming Free Willy 3. Filming for Free Willy 3 was completed. Aww. This is the only Free Willy film not to take place in Oregon, in addition to being the only entry to take place in British Columbia, Canada. Nintendo game that Max plays when he comes back home from the store at the beginning of the movie is Star Fox. On Super Nintendo, however, at the time this film was released, its successor, Nintendo 64, was already releasing. Great, I don't care. Uh, only Free Willy film of the trilogy not to have an ending song. Yes, no song by Michael Jackson was used in this film. Um, 
Michael Madsen was glad that he didn't take part in this film, according to a 2015 AV Club article where he discussed his film roles, including the Free Willy film, films, feeling that nobody wanted to hear. No, gosh. Nobody wanted to hear from Glenn and Annie anymore. Like, meh. We had enough of them in the first two films. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Uh... That's basically it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just talking about people that were on in this movie that were on different shows. That's the trivia. I don't see any goofs. Oh, there's crazy credits. Similar to Free Willy 93, the end credits opened with 1-800-4-WHALES and learn how you can help Keiko the whale from Free Willy and all the world's whales. Uh, there's a soundtrack by the Doobie Brothers called China Grove and What Do You See performed by Sky Diggers. We got Big Sky performed by Reverend Horton Heat. Pressing On by Little Charlie and the Nightcats. <laughs> I've not heard of any of these songs. This movie was released August 8th, 1997. So it was two weeks prior to my 15th birthday. And I Okay, so here we go. Oh my gosh, this is not good. Opening weekend, guys. $992,000. I you know, I am laughing because to me this was going to be a kind of a big goof to me. I don't care for the third movie, but I wanted to complete the franchise. And no, this is kid-friendly. This is appropriate for all ears, ears of all ages. Gross three million four hundred forty six thousand five hundred and thirty nine. That's worldwide gross, guys. Filming locations pretty much all in British Columbia, Canada. We got Howe Sound, Britannia Beach, Squamish, British Columbia. I don't know where they are, but um, okay, good, good. We got all that fun stuff out of the way. Let's just jump into this movie. Um, I am. This is not going to be nearly as long as the other two. I'm going to make it that way because I want to uh, just not del uh, delve into it as much. Probably won't be playing nearly as many clips. Maybe a, a few, couple. Um, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe Jesse meeting Randolph on the boat, and then, you know, I just, gosh, even when I saw this in the theater, I'm like, I didn't care for it. Like, this was, I might have watched it. I definitely didn't own it. I definitely did not say, I want this for Christmas when it comes out. But no, I, I saw it once. I don't even know if I saw it after it came out on VHS, if I rented it or not. But I just was so dissatisfied. I'm like, if I'm being 100% honest, if I already said this, I apologize. This movie did not need to be made. It did not need to be made. We did not need a third movie. We didn't even need a fourth movie. There was even an animated Free Willy, which I might have watched an episode or two. I don't know if Willy talks in that one or not. Or maybe he and Jesse have like a, like he wears a device that allows Jesse to speak to him or for Willy to be able to talk. I can't remember. Well, the making of the movie feels very sinister. We do see a whaling boat interrupting the, the whales here in the water. It's like, it was, first it was an oil tanker, now it's a whaling boat. 
Meet young Max. Oh my god. Why do we even need this kid here? Because we need another child to have a connection with Willie, apparently. So, like, he doesn't have enough human friends. <laughs> I'm not bagging on Willie, guys. This kid is... If he's supposed to be eight years old or whatever, he can barely... His chin is touching the handle of that shopping cart. He is... He can barely see over the top of it. So, Max is riding his bike. He's He went through the shopping cart, got whatever he needed. He's riding his bike now. He's got his helmet. He's got a electrical tape uh, BB gun thing going on. Uh, he says hi to some guy named Smiley. The, it just looks definitely, I've never been to Canada, but this definitely does not look like Oregon at all. Yes, that guy definitely sounds Canadian. Um... <laughs> So, apparently Max's mom is looking for him. He's like, yeah, but I'm waiting for my dad's boat. And, he, and Smiley says, oh, well, he radioed in, so they're going to stay out for a few more days. So, Max is at home. He's playing a video game. It's like, oh, yeah, I talked to your dad. And Max is like, yeah, I already heard. He's not coming home. Who cares? And she's like, you know what else he said? He said that maybe next time you could go out on the boat with him. Would you like that? And Max turns and like, yeah, that would be great. All right, so we got that out of the way, Max's introduction. Now we're going to meet Jesse, who's driving. Did Jesse buy this um, VW van? Jesse always hitting on the ladies. We got a uh, car full of three ladies here. They're all like, ooh, Jesse's so, this guy's so cute. He's <laughs> taking his hand off the wheel, like, ah, listening to music and being a total goofball. All right, Jesse's still wearing that uh, orca necklace he got in the second movie. Continuity there. So he's arriving at the boat that Randolph's on, that research boat. And this guy comes up like, hey, here's your pizza. I was like, I didn't order a pizza. And apparently this research lady, I don't know what her name is, but um, they still couldn't get Ray back for this, which isn't a big deal because this movie is not good in my mind. It's just okay. And okay is really, yeah. Pizza. I didn't order a pizza. This is the Noah, right? Noah. I guess. And you ordered a pizza. No, I didn't. Pizza's here. I'll take that. You must be Drew, right? What if I am? I'm Jesse. You hired me through Randolph. Randolph, you were missing the pizza. So that's your secret. You hired you through the pizza factory. <laughs> Actually, I'm not from the pizza factory. I'm your new research assistant. What did you say your name was? Jesse. Your name's not Willie? Willie's a well. <laughs> Randolph, tell her who I am. I've never seen this kid before in my life. Good pizza. You didn't tell me he was so uh, young. He's not so young. He's 16. W wait a minute. Listen, I'll do anything. I mean, I'm just here to learn. I'll do whatever you tell me. Oh, really? Jesse. Well, we're going to get along just fine, then. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say your name was? Jesse. Oh, uh, lady. Okay, hey, Jesse. Let me get this gear down below. All right, so they're on this boat called the Noah. What happened to the Nazi Lane, or Nazi Clinet boat that was in the second movie? So I guess Randolph's got a different job now. I don't know what his job was in the second movie. But this lady is just, she comes off as rude. Like, oh yeah, there's my pizza. Did anyone pay for that pizza, or was it, because you're like, you owe me $22.50. It's like, I'm 16, I don't have that. 
Uh, yeah. And she keeps like, oh, what's your name again? What's your... She's just rude. It's like, oh, I didn't know you are going to be so young. Hey, Randolph, have you seen this kid before? It's like, no, I've never seen him in my life. Like, uh... Yeah, and she's like, oh, is your name not Willie? And Jesse says, well, no, Willie's a whale. I'm like, uh-huh. She's just rude. He And he, Jesse is like banging, like, I'll do whatever you want. I mean... What whatever you want me to do. I'm just here to learn. I'm your new research assistant. I mean, I don't know what the age for research assistant is, but the fact that, I mean, he is 16. Yes, that is young, but he's just there to learn. So we learn from Drew that the orca popula population has declined 10% in the last two years, and we just don't know why. Well, you know why. Whale poachers. So Randolph says, as they pull out these devices with suction cups, he says, we're going to tag each pot of orca with one of these so we can kind of keep track of them and kind of see where the decline is taking place. And he says, with one of these, we'll be able to track them, our whales, anywhere on the planet 24 hours a day. The orca population has declined 10% in the last two years, and we don't know why. We're going to tag each pot of orca with one of these be able to track our whales anywhere on the planet 24 hours a day. Then maybe we'll be able to figure out what's happening to them. What do you guys think it is? Could be environmental factors, a virus, maybe even old age. Maybe. That'd be like the last thing. For all we know, it could be something perfectly natural. That's what we're going to find out. Alright, now we're going to go visit Max. His dad comes home. Max is packing to go out on the boat. And his dad's a whaler, so I don't think he really understands exactly what that means and what his dad does. So, But him going out on the boat is going to be very eye-opening and informative. Because so, it's Warner Brothers, we have, and this was big in the late 90s with Taz and also Bugs Bunny wearing backwards caps they're almost kind of dressing like a crisscross type of those kids back in the 90s and the sign says keep out on the it, on the door so his dad pops in the door and goes hey ready to catch some fish of course the implication of that is as in whales like all right buddy get to bed we leave first thing in the morning Everyone's wearing flannel. Everyone on the ship is wearing flannel. So Max is with his dad. Everyone's getting, the crew's getting ready to uh, take off for sea. Um, Max, goodbye. Says, be careful. Listen to your dad. Like, yeah, it, that ship is dangerous. There's spears on that ship. So there's this gruff guy who Max is... Dad tells him, oh, Max, don't let him give you a hard time. Don't let him push you around. And the, the guy, whatever his name is, says, oh, what are you going to be when you grow up, kid? And Max is like, your boss. Everyone, the whole crew thinks that's the funniest thing. So we're down below. We got the bunk beds. Max has picked out his bed. His dad sees Max playing with a knife. Saying, oh, that was my dad's knife, and then one day it'll be yours. And Max asks when. He's, like, jabbing with it. And his dad says, well, when you've earned it. He's like, when you're ready. I mean, I want you to have this knife when you're ready. When I think you're ready. So, and Max's like, oh, you show me how to use the knife? And it's like, 
His dad tells him, yes, I will show you everything you need to know. I don't really want to spend a whole lot. I, uh, Max is, he's not Elvis level annoying, but he's still, why do we need another kid on here? Got a really cool setup here with all these laptops and, you know, 1997 versions of brick laptops and computers, all their stuff to read what's going on in the water and track the pods that they put those, uh, those tracking devices on. This lady, oh, I don't like this Drew character. She's so, like, all up in, what are you doing? Because Jesse's, like, cashing out his harmonica to make a call to send out to Willie, you know, that familiar harmonica tune that he does so well. It's got a keyboard attached to it, too. Oh, that's really cool. And Jesse explains to her, Willie likes my harmonica playing. When he hears it, he knows it's me. Yeah, and she's like, oh, and you think you're going to play that sound over the hydrophone, and he's just going to come running from miles away. And Jesse's like, yeah, I do. What is this woman's problem with him? What? She's just like, oh, you're a young kid. You don't know anything. You're going to like, ugh, why do we have to go with this? We could have gotten a college-age student who is working towards a degree. So he starts... Explaining to her, I'm changing the harmonic sample to fit his ear so he can hear a much higher frequency or vibe or whatever. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I went to college. I know all about that. I studied marine biology. It's like, lady, oh. Personal question. U.S. First Lady. So now we go back to Max and his dad on the whaling boat. He's listening to orcas on headphones. And then they're getting all these spears ready to be put into this thing that's going to shoot them out. And then Max starts bragging about all these, like, shooting type of games, how he's that good of a shot and everything, and I'm just like, uh. Alright, so we do see Willie there with his girlfriend, wife, mate. I think her name is Nikki? I think we get notice of Luna or Little Spot or Willie's mom. I mean, it's only been two years since the second movie came out and two years in the same time 
within the movie story. So, so Willie's pod just happens to be right near this whaling boat, and they're getting ready to shoot those spears out. Well, Max had no idea. He clearly did not put two and two together, but he's learning because he just sees his dad shoot a spear at a whale. Looks like they got the harpoon gun, they got Willie's tail. So I was like, ugh, Willie, stay away. Doesn't. You... <laughs> the second movie with the oil in the boat! <sighs> I don't know. I just don't know. We see Willie coming right at the boat. So he's PO'd. Like, you're not gonna stick an arrow through my tail and get away with it. And as they're turning the boat, Max falls off. Of course, he's not wearing life jacket, so. So, luckily, Max can swim because he doesn't sink. <laughs> and uh, he sees Willie, and Willie sees him. Willie doesn't know. He doesn't need. No, he's not that. He's not that type of whale. He's not going to do that. And they pull Max up back into the boat, and his dad's like, oh, my gosh, you scared me. Let's get you into some dry clothes, because I, I don't know what time of year that is, but uh, even still, I'm sure that water is not going to be the warmest. So now we're going to jump back over to the Noah boat, and Jesse's got the binoculars. No, he's not looking at any ladies with them. Where's Nadine? <laughs> I just, we don't get a mention of her either. What's she got going on? She didn't want to help out on the boat? I mean, she's probably more versed at this than Jesse is. Oh. Drew, I believe her name is, <laughs> Randolph's research assistant or whatever she's supposed to be, second in command, hands Jesse these binoculars like, oh, these might work better. It's almost like an April Fool's Day joke because she lined the viewfinders of the binoculars with, like, black smudge ink. I don't know what it is. So Randolph goes, <laughs> apparently it's like an initiation to the club or something on this research boat. Like, everyone's been through it. <laughs> you got it. You're part of the club now, so you got to go through it. And Randolph says, oh, do you see anything? And Jesse says, no, just birds. Of course, is laughing. <laughs> Jesse sees Drew's expression, and he's kind of wondering, like, what's going on here? Oh, yeah, and he says, it's a little tradition we have, kid. It's called a group photograph. And we got some guy with a Polaroid taking a picture of Jesse, Randolph, Drew, and whoever this other dude is. I don't know his name. And I don't know the dude holding the Polaroid camera either. And he says, welcome aboard, kid, as he hands Jesse the Polaroid. And he sees that he's got two black ink eyes <laughs> with whatever smudges they got on there. He says, oh, I like it, Jesse. It brings out your eyes. Because he's still, like, waving the Polaroid trying to get the picture to come out. Oh, Randolph. <laughs> Jesse looks like a raccoon. So now we get back to Max and his dad. And they're like, hey, how was your first day? You did good. And Max says, I didn't do anything. And the one, one of the crew members says, well, it's a combined effort. When one person does a good job, we all kind of benefit from it. And then the one guy gives Max a tooth, like, necklace thing. And his dad says, oh, that's from a sperm whale. 
from our last expedition. And literally, oh, you're one of us now, kiddo. What do you say, Max? And Max is just looking at this. He is so uncomfortable looking at this tooth. Because I think he finally realized, like, until his dad brought out that spear gun thing, he had no idea what his dad, like, oh, he works with whales or whatever. Like, no, he kills whales. He kills whales for money. Is Max, the is the equivalent of him rubbing along the side of the boat similar to Jesse's harmonica? I don't get it. Because Willie comes right up to the boat. Like, he must have a connection with this kid just like he did in a way with Jesse. I gotta say, this kid is so bland. He's making me like Elvis more. I'm sorry. But this kid is just, he's bland. He's got nothing to him personality-wise. We just know he likes to play video games. And that's pretty much it. He hangs upside down from... This kid's an acrobat because he's got some good leg muscles. If he can hold on to the railing of the boat and hang upside down. I don't know whether he lost that shark tooth or not. But um, Willie's there and Max is like, Go away, get out of here, get out of here, you're going to get killed. And he throws what looks like a rubber inflatable ball into the water and Willie and then Max like walks away and then Willie like hits him in the back with this inflatable ball. Yeah because he's hanging upside down and when Willie comes up the kid starts screaming and I'm just like Ugh, you've got nothing kid I'm sorry you got nothing. So of course his father comes up and it's like oh did you hear that and Max is like I didn't hear anything. He's trying to protect Willie because he doesn't want Willie to get get hurt again. Because unless he's still got that arrow in his tail. Um, and then all the, the, the lights on the boat come up and the other crew members come up. And his dad's like, oh, give me my spear gun. And Max goes and then he fake trips. But he does injure his leg. And then his, they didn't catch Willie, thank goodness. And they're like, oh, let's get your leg taken bandaged up. The kid is wearing shorts. It's like, you are working around sharp equipment. That boat is basically a death trapper of a space where you're going to get injured if you are wearing clothing that exposes your legs, your calves, your ankles. You're going to get, you know, injured in some way or another. Scratches, scrapes, all that. His dad, as he's patching up Max's leg, is saying, oh... Something about when you get your first your first kill and blah blah blah. Oh, you may even get a scar or something. It's like this guy is such I don't know. Hard to like him at all, honestly. Oh, he does have that whale sperm whale tooth necklace thing that he's playing with. Oh, he's wearing a shirt that says Donkey Kong on it. Alright, now we're getting back to the Noah boat with Jesse, who's got his whale necklace. And Jesse says, hey, thanks, because he's on the top bunk, Randolph's on the bottom. He's like, hey, thanks for talking Glenn and Annie into letting me go. Randolph says, well, I promised them I'd keep you out of trouble. 
This is the first time ever we have ever seen Randolph shirtless. <laughs> it feels like it. And Jesse laughs. Oh, and they believed you? <laughs> oh, we hear the harmonica sound playing that Jesse put into the computer. So, okay, it looks like this pod that they're looking at says saddle patch chart slash left side. We have males, females, and juveniles. So, they, I guess they got pictures of all the males, females, and juveniles in this particular pod so they can keep an eye on them. So, Willie is going to make, a, uh, make his appearance known to Jesse because... Jesse's just laying there sleeping and all of a sudden <laughs> something nudges the boat and he wakes up and immediately figures, okay, this has got to be Willie. So he goes, grabs his shoes, and runs out there. So Jesse immediately upon seeing Willie notices something is wrong, his behavior, he's not acting normal. Even Randolph's like, we need to check this out. So Jesse and Randolph go out into um, one of their little research mini boat things to get out closer on the water to where Willie is so they can hopefully examine him. The tune, the harmonica tune that Jesse put out there is a signal to get Willie to know that he's there is also being transmitted out that the people on that whaler ship can also hear that, but they can't tell what it is, just knowing it's not an animal. It's a sound that loops, is on a constant loop. So, back on the whaler boat, Max goes down to where one of the crewmates is sharpening spears, I guess. And then, turns out this is an illegal operation because the guy says this is a whale meat that we sell to, he starts saying Russia and Japan and Norway and just saying there's a underground market for it, and Max immediately figures, like, okay, so that's what you're doing is illegal. Though he's learning that his dad is not exactly a good guy. I don't care. Yeah, the guy, this, this guy's like, oh, it's $200 a pound. It's like, it doesn't matter. You're killing innocent animals. Okay, oh, gosh, he does not want to be out there anymore with his dad. It's just his dad is... Soon his dad is like his dad is pure evil because his dad is not going to show Max how to use a harpoon. <sighs> his dad is like, Oh, I'm so glad it's like a bonding experience he wants to have with his son. Go, oh, I'm so glad you're here, Max. And Max just cringe words, just, Yeah, me too, dad. I'm glad to be out here with you too. 
So Jesse goes into the water, he's got his wetsuit on, he's able to remove the spear gun, the spear from Willie's tail, thank goodness. They need like antibiotics or something like that so his tail doesn't get infected. I mean, I'm no vet, but you would think that that metal being in his tail like that would not be good. Jesse's back in the little uh, raft there, and they're going to try to figure out, like, what is the, what type of spear this is, see if they can get any information about who is doing this. Isn't there that whaler boat out there? Or is that their boat? Who's that? Who? With Willie. It looked like they know each other. That's Nikki. Is that a boy Nikki or a girl Nikki? He's a girl. Never known a boy named Nikki. Alright, Willie. He's got a girlfriend. Come on, boy. Yeah, he's with his girlfriend. Looks like they've got better things to do. I think I can get their attention. Oh, yeah. The oranges. Nikki and I spent some time together in Puget Sound. We're all friends. <laughs> Oh, One day I got my lunch into the water, and Nikki ate it. We gotta tag him. Like, keep an eye on him. Now I'll always be able to find you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> checking her heartbeat. What's the matter? I'm not sure. Is she sick? Either Nikki has two hearts, or... Or she's gonna have a baby. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a mama, girl. Willie's gonna be a dad. All right, Willie. <laughs> so that was a cute scene with the oranges, and we meet Nikki, Willie's girlfriend, or wife, soon be fiancé. What a mate, I guess. And it's like, yeah, because Jesse's like, oh, who is that whale? Willie seems to know her. Or, no, to, to know the other whale. And that's where Randolph says, yeah, that's Nikki. Um, and it turns like, yeah, <laughs> Willie would rather hang out with her than hang out with Jesse. Like, yeah, nice to see you, but uh, I have a girlfriend. And they put the trackers on them so that way they can keep an eye on them, make sure they're safe. And they also check... Nikki's heartbeat and it turns out she is pregnant she's got a Willie Jr. in inside of her 
<laughs> so that is really cool. It's like, okay, I love this. I love is the fact that they freed Willie. He get reunited him with his family. Now he's moved on and he is making a family of his own, his own little pod. And that's just so wonderful. So now we're going back to the whaler ship. I don't like how his dad's like, are you ready, Max? Let's go fishing. This kid, oh, it's just absolutely crushing him emotionally. Like, he does not want to do this. He does not want to kill a whale. But his dad almost feels like, oh, it's a, like a rite of passage, like becoming a man. Like, Max, I see, does have a good heart. He sees what his father is doing. He does not agree with it at all. So clearly what they're, they're out on open water. So clearly they're doing this illegally. And the idea of a, some other ship being out there, seeing them commit this crime. Because Matt's like, dad, a ship. Because he sees Willie there. His dad has him at the, the harpoon, the, whatever you want to call it. And Max fires too early, which he does that on purpose because he does not want to kill this whale. And then he, his dad's like, you fired too early. Here, give me another spear. And he's like, let so-and-so do it. Because Max is trying to take his time and everything like that. So buying Willie and, you know, his whale family time to get out of there. And then when he gets ready to try to fire again, his, Max's dad's, crewmate says there is a boat there you don't want to do this with someone watching you'd think there would be boats all over the place like coast guard or somebody like the police on the water whatever you call them checking for whalers well, they dismantled the harpoon because when randolph looks at it and jesse's like is that a whaling ship and Randolph looks with binoculars, doesn't see a harpoon, so he figures, no, it's not a whaling ship because there's no harpoon. I'm probably wondering why Willie is hanging around that ship. It's because of that kid. Willie is, like, being defensive. Like, I think he's, like, kicking up water with his back tail, like, trying to, like, say, back off. You need to move out of here. Jesse is, like, that's got to be them. Willie wouldn't do that unless it was them, you know, whalers. Because clearly somebody put uh, a spear through his tail. So Jesse says, look, you need to call this in. And the guy tells him, like, well, there's nothing to call in. Like, come on. And Jesse even tells him, like, Willie was defending himself against that boat. Clearly that is the boat that shot him in the tail. And the guy, yeah, they clearly, oh, you know that for a fact? And Jesse says, well, it's obvious. And clearly they can't make a report with, you know, just based on a hunch. Like, we need concrete evidence. So now it's up to Randolph and Jesse to try to get, like, if they keep that harpoon off that boat, it's going to apparently make them look like they're not a um, whaler boat, I guess. <laughs> oh, he, Jesse... I get you're angry and stuff. He's like, if you'd open up your eyes and look. And they're all like, buddy, you are not in the right place to be making accusations. Yeah, and the Botany Bay, I guess that's what the boat is called, is a registered salmon boat. Has anyone ever actually looked on that boat? 
you know, if they have these inspections, they're going to be like, we're giving you, we're going to inspect your boat. So that would give them enough time to clear everything out of there to make it look like a salmon boat. Yeah, this John Wesley is licensed and his record is absolutely spotless. So clearly the guy's covering his behind. Jesse's just, he's got a gut feeling. He loves Willie and he's looking out for him and stuff like that. He just feels like these people are being nonchalant. Like, oh no, his records are clear. It's, you, what you're looking at is just a salmon boat. And it's, it's Jesse's going to give them a big old I told you so later on. Like, I feel like you're so... Works to listen to your heart and not your head. You have to call this in. Kid, there's nothing to call in. You saw it yourself. Willie went after that boat. He was defending himself. They attacked him. They know that for a fact. It's obvious. If you'd open up your eyes, sir. Welcome to Betty Checks Out. It's a registered salmon boat. His captain, John Wesley, is licensed and his record is clean. You're right. If they were whalers, they'd have a big neon sign saying, arrest me, I kill whales. Hello. Do you really expect me to call Marine Patrol and tell them that a whale told us there are whalers out here? You could hear their laughter without using your radio. Stephen, set course report. Yes, sir. I don't believe this. They're whale killers and you're going to let them go. We're doing port. And port is where we're going. Oh, to take. Excuse me? For you to make the call. Proof. You show me some proof? I'll be happy to call it in. That guy's a jerk. You're right, he's a jerk. You just noticed this? <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me he's just doing his job. Well, he is just doing his job. And the Wellers are just doing their jobs. We're just going to follow orders and do nothing to stop them. It's not a problem. <laughs> to keep this up? You're going to get me fired. If we can't follow the wells, maybe we can get them to follow us. Then we can keep an eye on them. You can't keep an eye on them all the time. Today, or next year, these monsters will find them. And we won't be there to do anything about it. They're not going to call it in without proof. And Jesse is PO'd. It's like... They die, it's on you, basically. And just saying, you know, this guy's a jerk. And Drew says, you know, you're going to make me, you're going to get me fired if, if you keep this up. Because they're the ones that brought Jesse on there as a research assistant and stuff like that. But he's got a gut feeling like, no, they go down, you know, in, into the boat where all the research equipment is and... Jesse's like, look, if we can't get, if we can't follow the whales, then maybe we can get them to follow us, you know, with his harmonica tune on a constant loop. And Randolph's like, well, we can try, but we can't watch them 24-7, you know, days, weeks, years, all, we can't just dedicate our lives to this. Like, they're going to have to go out and live their lives, and we are going to have to let them. It's like a constant back and forth between the research boat and the whaler boat. And they're still on this whole... So, just to boil this scene down for everybody, this conversation between Max and his dad, it's just his dad trying to justify the fact that he's a whaler and what he's doing is for the greater good because he gives killer whale meat, a.k.a. sushi, apparently, to the Japanese. 
and how hundreds of years people have been using killer whales for oil to make light or something like that. So, yeah, he's just saying, like, the ends justifies the means or whatever. Look at that bulky old 1997 version of a laptop. Ooh. So this is where Jesse sees Max. Just hanging out kind of inland by the water and the rocks. And he sees Max running to his dad's boat. Oh, Max threw that sperm whale tooth necklace thing into the water. Okay. So yeah, Max is not about what his dad does, no matter how much his dad tries to justify what he's doing. This time in the, this restaurant, at least <laughs> when Jesse orders coffee, the lady doesn't say, are you old enough to drink coffee? Because he's like 16. Now you see an eight-year-old come and say, I want a coffee. Like, mm. <laughs> So Randolph meets Jesse in the restaurant area and says that no dice. Basically, the Coastal Patrol does not care about a whaling ID. So basically, the the Coastal people just, what, they're like, we didn't see anything if you didn't see anything. Like, the, just let these people go about their business. I mean, if it's illegal, you'd think they would be on their butts about it. They would be stalking those waters for any whalers. Yeah, apparently, yeah, they're all about the proof, so they don't want, I mean, if you don't have proof, they don't want to hear from you. So yeah, basically they would, what, have to catch them in the act, so what, someone gets a video camera? See, this is the thing, you would be able to get this footage lickety-split with a cell phone. You could just take a video with your phone, send it in, bing, bang, boom. Jesse is to now Jesse is like, all right, we need to go undercover or something. We need to get on board their boat to get proof. We, if we need proof, then we gotta, yeah. So even Randolph is just like the Botany Bay, which is Max's dad's ship. So you want to get on a whaler ship full of whalers. So Randolph is going to do his own investigating. <laughs> And poke around with some local fish mer merchants. Okay. Jesse also brings up the fact that we stick out as, like, sore thumbs out here. Which is just as dangerous as sneaking on their boat. Well, what do you want them to do, Jesse? Get a, a boat that's not familiar with the area? Or the fact that people don't see that around? I mean, they didn't exactly, when they saw, when the Botany Bay saw Randolph's boat, they didn't say, hey, it's that research boat. I think they're following us. They didn't say any of that. So, Randolph says, hey, you're going back to the boat. I'm going to ask Drew if there's something to keep you busy. And Jesse will not let this go. And Randolph is still tied to the promise that he made to Glenn and Annie. Like, I told him I would keep you out of trouble. As in, I don't want you getting arrested. So, Jesse, you are such a dum-dum. He gets on the Botany Bay. Apparently there's no one around. Who knows? Maybe they're having lunch. But Max catches him. And Jesse's like, oh, you work on the boat? And Max looks at Jesse suspiciously like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. He's giving Randolph's, Jesse's giving Randolph's name. Jesse. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so Jesse's like, yeah, I'm looking for work. And he's saying I do, you know, herring and salmon and mackerel and orca and 
Max doesn't know what an orca is. He's like, oh, it's a type of whale. <laughs> and Jesse's pretending like, oh, yeah, I don't like them. They kind of smell. And Max is like, well, I like them. Has Max's dad been hanging out here the whole time? Because Jesse is... He, it's like, all of a sudden, Jesse turns around and Max's dad is literally right there. Like, he watched the whole exchange between Jesse and Max. Because Jesse says, well, I'm looking for work. So, <laughs> I think this is a lie. Of course. It's like, oh, Max, who's your friend? And Max says, yeah, his name is Randolph. <laughs> Jesse, you couldn't le look less like a Randolph if you tried. Like... He does not, it's like, you know, look at a person, like, you don't look like a Sam or a David or a Sebastian or a Hoo-Ha or whatever. You just, some people just like, eh, I wouldn't have, you know, thought of you as a such and such, you know, that kind of thing. So, I think this guy knows who Jesse is. He must have an inkling. Because Max's dad says, yeah, well, we're all crewed up. It's like, this isn't like it's at the beginning of the season or whatever, and they're looking for people. And no one's fallen overboard and, you know, died or anything. So, I mean, it's not like they got to find other people to replace missing or dead crew members. So, Max's dad gets right in Jesse's face and says, hey, Max, why don't you show your friend out? As in, even if they were looking for work, they would not be hiring Jesse. And some 16-year-old boy just happens upon your ship, gets on board, starts snooping around, and then he asks, oh, I'm looking for work. Yeah, I would say that's suspicious, too. 110%. Max is basically like, I don't know this guy, because he says, eh, he's not really my friend. You know, I'm going to go see Mom now. Bye. Jesse beats a quick retreat as he says, See you around. <laughs> Who knows? Let's see if Randolph has any luck. Apparently we don't learn anything from that scene because now we're going to follow Jesse following Max. And now he's like stalking the kid. He's like following him home like, hey, Max, what's your dad really fishing for? And Max, of course, is not going to rat his dad out. You know, he's very loyal. He says, my dad's a salmon boat captain. Sure, that's what he's listed as, but you and I both know that he's hunting whale. Of course Max figures Jesse knows he's lying. It's like, well, yeah, well, he is. Oh, hey, it's a library. How about that? Jesse, they're going to call the cops on you. Stop following this child. Again, you want to get information, but hanging around him and following him is not the way to go about it. This kid's a well, I'm sort of the opposite. You're a whale? No, but I'm trying to protect him. What he's doing is wrong and you know it. Who? Your dad. My dad's a Samuel captain. No, he's not. Why do you care anyway? If one of your <laughs> friends was in trouble, wouldn't you try to help them? If I could. My friends are whales. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure you do. I'll show you. What? 
I mean, I don't know why I want Elvis back. <laughs> Max is just not an interesting character. I don't have any sympathy for this kid whatsoever, and he's got a major tood. I get it, he wants to protect his dad, but it's like, come on. So, Jesse is still trying to get Max to admit that his dad is a whale hunter, and Max, of course, will not. And Jesse tells him, look, I am actually trying to protect whales because I, whales are my friends. And then he takes Max to Randolph's boat and shows him basically his computer equipment. And Max is like, wow, can that system, like, show all the whales? And where they're located? And... Jesse says, no, just one. And we see the little red blinking dot, which means that's where Willie is. So Jesse takes this kid out on the water. I'm like, oh, Jesse, this isn't your brother. This isn't your cousin. This is the son of a whaler. And you just run off with this kid somewhere. You think his dad ain't going to be looking for him and probably calling the cops along with the kid's mom? You can't just run off with an eight-year-old kid and just say, hey, we're going to go look at whales. I mean, I'm not trying to be weird about this, but it's just, even in 1997, you don't do this. He is getting in way over his head. I mean, I get it. It's important he wants the kid to realize just who his dad is going after. He's like, this is not just a whale. He is my friend. And turns out, yeah, Jesse will find out that Max and Willie have, you know, they had a moment, basically, a couple, where Max fell in the water and Willie didn't kill, didn't eat him, basically. And then also where Max throws some type of an inflatable ball into the water and Willie, like, shoots it back at him. Oh, 
apparently that's Max's signal phone. gonna flip that boat. Oh, he's gonna flip that boat. I bet you anything. That what little raft games? they're on. <laughs> what games is he doing? Fetch. What does he fetch? Oh, Jesse brought an orange with him? Oh, he brought himself. He's gonna fetch me. Jesse takes him out there and he gives Max some Randolph, you know, spiritual message as far as, you know, the earth and killer whales and, you know, the music they make with their voices and everything like that. Willie pops up. It's like, okay, so the harmonica is Jesse and Willie's thing, but the rubbing the fingers on the side of the raft or boat or whatever make the ee -ee -ee sound is Max's call for Willie. I get I don't know. I like the harmonica. <laughs> so Willie comes up and starts hitting the little uh, inflatable raft and Jesse says oh he likes to play games including fetch which is his favorite and Jesse jumps in the water and starts, you know, riding on top of Willie. It's just, it's it's cute. And then Max jumps in the water. It is cute, uh, Willie picking Max up like that. And it's just Max hanging on. I mean, yes, we do know that this is not Keiko the whale. It is an actual animatronic whale. I think pretty much the only movie that had Keiko in it would have been the first Free Willie. The other two is strictly animatronic whales and I gotta say I mean as cute as the scene is between Jesse and Max and Willie and him you know diving with the boys and just it is eating up a lot of screen time which I get it because there really is not a whole lot to this movie like at least in the sequel we had major like this isn't we had like the stakes kept getting higher and higher with the oil spill, and then them, you know, Luna, Willie's sister, being beached due to the oil being in her lungs, and then the supposed rehabilitation slash capture of them, and then the oil catching on fire, and just, it's like the stakes kept, you know, getting higher and higher. With this, it's just one main thing, which is you know, the whaling ship. And Jesse and Max come out of the water and Jesse's just kind of smiling and Max asks, what? And Jesse says, well, I've never seen Willie take to anyone like that before, except me. What? I've never seen him take to anybody like that before. Except once. Maybe he was like that with everyone. 
No, it was only like that with family. No, I'm not his family. Tell him that. Yeah. Max is like, oh, is this your job? Do you like it? And Chelsea's like, yeah. And Max says, I didn't know you could have a job like that. It's like, I definitely do see Jesse getting a degree in marine biology. I mean, he would 100% have all the qualifications to be able to get a degree. He'd have Randolph and, you know, the other people backing him up and all that good stuff. So I'm in recommendations. I just, I think that he, and he's got such a good heart, and he is a good influence and everything like that. And I like the fact that I only saw, he says, I only saw him do that once. You know, and he pretty much thinks of them as family. And Matt says, well, I'm not his family. And Jesse says, well, try telling him that. It's like, yeah, Willie selects those clearly that need him the most. All right, so now we're in Max's house. <laughs> Jesse is now, like, going inside of this kid's house. So what is he going to learn more about this, you know, Max's dad and everything? Like, oh, like they're trying to make him more human or something. Like, oh, he's not so bad that he kills whales. I mean, look, he's a family man. <laughs> that doesn't excuse what he's doing. It's a big family. Yeah. Big family. It's only like big family people. Like this. Uh, just like any family. He's doing something wrong. He's still your dad. Drop this. I don't want it. And throw it in the trash. So, Jesse. Looking at these, I the way he's like, "Wow, you have a big family." I'm thinking, there's three of them. Jesse, you have a bigger family if you think about it than Max does, because you have a sibling and you have your adopted, you know, Glenn and Annie. I only see Max's mom and his dad. Well, of course, Max is like, "Oh, you know how that is." And Jesse looks at him. He's like, "Well, no, I don't." He doesn't elaborate, of course. And Jesse, at first he's like, this isn't right. I thought he was going to say, I shouldn't be here. It's like, no, you really shouldn't be there. Um, but I was like, oh, here, you dropped this sperm whale tooth necklace thing. And Max is like, yeah, I don't want it. I'm like, okay, into the trash it goes. There it goes. Um, no, he, he just... Uh, he takes the thing with him, I guess. Okay. And then Jesse's like, I mean, even, yeah, he says, even if he's your dad, you know, or he's still doing something wrong. And then Jesse says, I'll stop him myself. 
Randolph is now checking the marina area and just kind of, what is he hoping to find? Like whaling equipment and stuff? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's actually his Randolph's boat. And he's looking for Jesse. Of course, Jesse is not there. And he left a note for Randolph. Along with a headset and a radio. So, Randolph puts the headset on and he's like, Jesse, Jesse. And Jesse says, it's me, Randolph. I'm here. And Randolph asks, well, where are you? And Jesse tells him, well, I'm getting the proof that we need. He's on the damn Botany Bay boat with a flashlight walking around. Apparently everyone, nobody is on the boat. What exactly is he in it? Does he have a camera so he can take pictures? Because you just seeing something isn't going to be proof for anyone else if they, if you don't have physical evidence. Yeah, because Randolph's like, you know what's going to happen if they catch you? I'm like, what, what's going to happen? He's 16 years old. He's not stealing anything, but he is trespassing. And Jesse's like, well, do you know, have any idea what they're, they'll do to Willie if they catch him? And Randolph says, right now I'm more worried about you than I am about Willie. So now we're going back to Max's house where his mom is taking off Max's socks and shoes or whatever. It's like, this kid's eight years old. I'm pretty sure he's capable of doing that himself, but whatever. So he asks her, like, should I be doing something even if it hurts or if I don't want to do it? And I'd be, that's some red flags. And she's just not really, like, listening to his words. He's not... It's nothing to that degree, but she's like, oh yeah, you should do it even if it hurts. That's the hardest part. And as long as it keeps a roof over her head, I mean, if her husband husband is a whaler, I don't think she cares. Or does she really even know? Because he's supposedly a salmon fisher or whatever they call it, whatever. But okay, now we're going to the bar and Jesse tells Randolph to like, hey... Uh, Wesley guy or whatever his name is like keep him occupied and make sure he doesn't leave the bar because I don't want them leaving with this boat with me on it still so Randolph is telling Jesse you need to get off that boat because I don't think these guys are gonna be here in the bar that much longer and there's actually there are two guys that are on that boat they're just in the Below deck, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Jesse is, like, he's asking a lot of Randolph. Like, oh, get them to stay at the bar longer. Like, buy them a drink, or... <laughs> and Jesse's like, oh, ask them to dance. And Randolph says, well, they're not my type. Because we see the, the two guys, like, sipping on beers there. Oh, we keep bouncing back and forth between Jesse and his investigation, Randolph at the bar, and Max with his mom as his mom is talking him in. And he is just trying to tell his mom, basically, like, he's not okay with what his dad does for a living. And his mom says, I support your father regardless of what he does. If he's breaking the law, it doesn't matter. I still support him. So she full-on knows that he... Is a, is a whaler. That he kills whales. And she's fine with it. She's like, oh honey, it'll be fine. He, he won't ever get caught. 
And Max is like, well, what if he does? And she says, well, they'll just take his vote away. They'll make him pay a fine. <sighs> I think Max is just worried that his dad is, like, gonna go to jail. Because he brings it up, like, twice. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure he does what he does to make you a happy lady. And keep a roof over your heads and all that stuff. But still, it's illegal. And Max is just like, don't you ever wish he would stop? And she says, no, I don't. And he asks her, don't you ever wish that he would do something else? So Max is irritated with his mom. She is clearly not listening to him. or She doesn't care what he says. He tells her, you know, he would listen to you. You could tell him to stop. And then she says, I believe in your dad. Whatever he does, for better or for worse. Max just puts his head under his pillow to block her out. The mother is a dingbat, I swear. She- ugh. Alright, now we're getting back to the bar. If I were going into anything like character development with these characters, but I'm not, there, there's not a whole lot. Oh look, an old Doritos bag. Well, the old nine, from the late 90s. Isn't it amazing how packaging, food packaging changes over the course of that and like, um, Pop cans, you know, that, you know, Coke and Pepsi over the years, how their their looks and images design, well, designs have evolved over time. Okay, so Jesse is down below. He sees the harpoons, the spears, whatever you want to call them. Because he's looking around with a flashlight. Um, <laughs> is this all he's, all you're doing is looking. Sure, you could have someone investigate the boat. However, they could easily clean up shop and get all their stuff out of there to make it look like it's just a regular salmon boat. Unless you're taking pictures with a Polaroid or something for evidence, you don't have much to go on other than hearsay. Okay, let's see here. Here's Randolph pretending he's under the influence and pretending like he knows Max's dad. Well, Max's dad has never laid eyes on Randolph before in his life. He's just trying to play it off. Like. I don't get it. Like, dude, I really don't know you. We're on our way out. We'll catch you up next time, friend. You don't seem to understand. I know who you are, and I know what you do. And I'm no friend of yours. Oh, he punches the guy Max is dead right in the face. Great, so now we got a bar fight going on. Wonderful. Okay, this is a bit unbelievable here. Because... There's a bar fight going on, Randolph gets punched in the stomach and the face, and then somebody, Drew jumps in there, spills some ice on the floor, someone goes slipping by the people that are sitting at the bar, thus somehow yanking them all off their seats and onto the floor. Yeah, and Randolph is like, oh, I remember you from the old days, oh, I remember you. And the guy at Max's dad is like, well, I don't remember you, I don't recall you at all. And then Randolph gets serious, because the guy's like, look, we gotta head out, maybe we'll catch up next time, friend. And the guy, and, and 
then he's being polite about it too. And then Randolph gets serious and says, yeah, I'm no friend of yours. I know what you're up to. And then, thus the Randolph punches first, and it's just a whole bar fight deal. Okay, so clearly, I guess Drew and Randolph are clearly not from around that area because Randolph says the natives around here don't look that friendly. Isn't the bar people that are probably all regulars there who probably all know Max's dad is a regular there? It's like you're picking fights with people you don't know, and there's a whole bar full of people that will probably stand up for Max's dad because they know who he is. They don't know you, Randolph. Jesse needs to get off that boat. So Jesse puts one of those trackers on the boat so that he can follow the boat, I guess. See, now Max's dad and the other crew members are back on the ship, and they must know, like, someone's been here. Jesse did something to malfunction the ship or the engine or I don't know what it is. It caused a distraction probably so that way he can get off the boat. And Max is on the boat, which I'm sure his dad has no idea that he's even there. Because Jesse runs into Max and he asks, oh, what are you doing here? And Max says, oh, I'm getting in trouble. So it looks like Max wants in on this with Jesse to be able to take down his dad. Like, let's do this. I, I want to save Willie, too. Just tell me what I need to do. Because one of the crew members sees that shark necklace thing, shark tooth necklace that he gave Max. He's probably thinking maybe Max sabotaged the engine or some piece of machinery down below. I guess the boat pulled away from the dock because Jesse ends up having to swim back to shore. And then he gives somebody the proof of another harpoon or whatever you want to call this thing because he says oh here's your proof I pull this was pulled out of Willie's tail here's a duplicate found this on the ship that I probably shouldn't have been snooping around but I got your proof I want to take some pictures and Jesse says this is what I found under the deck of the botany bay so yeah the same exact type of weapon there harpoon spear whatever you want to call it jesse says here's the proof and the guy is like basically we're gonna put this off till tomorrow i mean sure you got proof we can call it in tomorrow don't worry about it but the fact that they don't want to act on it is just like even drew's kind of looking at this guy like they're not taking this seriously even Randolph's given this white-bearded man the side-eye. Yeah, and Jesse sarcastically says, Oh, thanks for all you've done. And the guy, he's wearing a suit, by the way. I don't know whether he's part of the Coast Guard Marine Patrol, whatever you want to call it. He says, Oh, it was nothing. And Randolph looks at him and says, Yeah, no kidding. You're worthless. You're useless. You're not doing anyone any favors by holding your position. If you don't call this in. So Jesse says the Botany Bay's boat is gone. They're going after Willie's pod. They're going to be getting Willie, Nikki, and of course Nikki's baby if they do kill Nikki. And Randolph, basically Jesse probably wants to take a boat so they can go after the Botany Bay. And Randolph says 10 years. You're getting looking at 10 years in jail. That's a penalty you get for borrowing a boat that's not yours. It's called piracy. 
And Randolph adds, 10 years in jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect collect $200. Randolph doesn't care. Like, all right, let's do this. Okay, so yeah, that boat is not Randolph's. I don't know why I thought that it was. And Randolph actually works for Drew. He's looking for the spare starter key to start up the boat. And he basically says he's going to go after the whalers. And Drew makes a point, like, you work for me. You do know that, Randolph. And he, he says, well, then I guess you'll have to fire me. It looks like Drew wants in. She says, what if I were to order you to ready this boat for immediate departure? And he's like, well, that means you you probably lose your job, too. She don't care. It's like, we gotta save Willie and his pod because this is not right. You know that if anything happened to Willie and his girlfriend and their baby, that they Jesse and Randolph would not be able to live with themselves. Knowing they could have done something. And Drew says, well, they told me to keep an eye on you, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I can't say I didn't. I'm going to be right here with you. Okay, so the um, white-bearded man who's now in a suit and the, the black guy who was also on the boat, I guess they're a little uh, drinky-drinky there because they're singing loudly and terribly and they see that the boat is no longer there where it should be. So they, now we're on the Botany Bay and Max's dad is saying, okay, the signal we've stolen will take out the whole pod in a week. And I guess... Uh, Max's dad was not expecting to see Max there. Max pretends that he's sleeping down below in the bunk bed. And Max is like, oh, hi, Dad. And of course he's like, well, what are you doing here? And Max says, oh, I was looking for you. I guess I fell asleep. So Max keeps asking his dad ethical questions, like, about whales. And his dad is saying, well, whales are animals. They were put here by God for us to hunt. Well, not all animals. And his dad's all like, well, whales just don't feel. They aren't people. Um, they aren't mammals. They have emotions and feel just like any person or thing out there. Because it can't talk and verbalize their emotions doesn't mean that they don't feel their emotions. They aren't people. They're just fish. Yeah, he keeps saying, they're just fish. And Max tells his dad, you're wrong. Why not? Whales don't feel. They aren't people. They're just fish. You're wrong. You know better than me. You're ten years old. But you're wrong, Dad. And I've been wrong all my life. And my dad was wrong, and his dad too. We're all wrong, and you're right. And you're hurting people. Who am I hurting? I'm not hurting anyone. So, because that shark tooth necklace was found, or sperm whale, or whatever you want to call it, was found in the engine room by one of the crew staff, Max's dad thinks that his that he tried to sabotage the boat in their mission to kill whales. So his dad goes and locks him in a room down below? I don't agree with this. What if something happens to the boat and it sinks? Your kid is going to be stuck there. 
That's right, because they're using that calling signal on the Botany Bay, and J-Pod is coming right for Botany Bay. Because they probably think it's Jesse, Willie probably thinks it's Jesse reaching out. It is really foggy out there. And Drew tells Randolph, well, when we find the whales, when we find the boat, what are we going to do? We can't arrest them. We're not police. We're not the Coast Guard. We're not the Marine Patrol, whatever. So, yeah, what could they do? Max uses a knife to open the little window so he can get out of that room. Good for him. Max going to throw himself overboard to try to distract his father. Because he's like, hey, Dad! And then he gets on the other side of the railing, and his dad's like, Max, don't you dare! And Max jumps in. Of course he does that! He jumps into the water. And his dad's screaming, man overboard! So he's basically distracting them, keeping them, because his dad was at the at the harpoon thing, ready to fire on J-Pod. So Jesse tells Randolph and Drew that the Botany Bay is turning around. They're doing a circle. And, of course, Randolph is like, well, why would they do that? And Jesse realizes because of Max. Clearly, he probably jumped in the water as a distraction. His dad puts the ring out there for Max to grab hold of and be swum in to the ship, but Max is refusing. He's basically telling his dad, like, you need to say that you're wrong for what you're doing. Or I'll just stay here floating in the water. Pretty much giving his dad an, an ultimatum. Like, it's me or the fish. Choose. It's me or the whales. Choose. Come on, Max. Grab the ring. No. Say you're wrong! Come out of the water now or you'll freeze to death. That didn't work. <laughs> Did not work as a ploy. So Max just grabs the um the rescue ring or whatever you want to call it and is pulled in. And his dad just has him go back below. <laughs> oh my gosh. This movie is just it's dragging. Why is it so foggy outside? They're not in Maine. So Drew calls over to the Bonnie Bay on the radio and says we know what you're doing. If you attempt to harm these whales, you will be... And Randolph says, fired upon. You will be fired upon. And she's like, what are we going to hit them with? Like, yeah. We don't have anything. And Randolph says, they don't know that. She's got a flare gun. Okay. Oh, she's going to signal for help. So when the Coast Guard comes or whoever, they'll see what they're doing. They'll, they'll see the whaler ship. Fire up. I'm like, here's a flare. I'm going to shoot it near your ship. But yeah, the one crew member gets on the radio and says, The Noah, this is the Botany Bay. We're swimming. We're, we're hunting for salmon or whatever. So stay away from us because we can't see it. Clear, stay clear of us because we can't see a thing in this fog. Uh, I hope they all get arrested and go to jail forever. <laughs> I'm sorry, don't like Oh, this movie is just, it's weak sauce. It's, I don't, I'm happy it's almost over. 
I'm sorry, guys. I just don't like this movie. So Jesse is calling in Mayday, Mayday. There's been a coastal, oh, coastal marine patrol. This is the Noah. There's been a collision. Jesse basically rams his boat right into the Botany Bay, and that knocks Max's dad in the water into the water. Oh, his dad gets Max's dad gets hit in the water by a a net that's on like a a pulley system or something. I don't know. Max comes up, sees that his dad has not resurfaced. So Max's dad is down there with Willie, and Max's dad has got a knife. What is he gonna do? Stab the whale? Willie keeps like knocking the guy with his tail and knocks the knife out of his hands. Thank goodness. So. Willie could have killed this guy, but he didn't. And when Max's dad resurfaces, he's like, shoot it, shoot it now! And Jesse's yelling at Willie to stop. And even Max is like, Willie, no! Yeah, Max is screaming, Willie, no! And he's doing the thing with the squeaky hands on the... Making the squeaky sound with his hands, I guess. Trying to get Willie to back off. Yeah, Willie could have killed that guy, but he didn't. knocked him into the water in the first place. I guess whatever it was attached to, this large pole, like, breaks or snaps in half. And then the net falls into the water and traps Max's dad. So Max's dad is basically caught in a net while Willie sw swims around him. That guy doesn't have a knife, so he's not going to be able to cut his way free. Willie saves Max's dad's life by taking the net and pushing it to the surface with Max's dad on his back. So Randolph and Jesse go in that little inflatable raft boat thing and they get Max's dad out of the water. So now their boats can, their boats kind of messed up. And I'm guessing what, so does this mean he's not going to just get another boat and try to keep whaling or... I mean, clearly, they're going to have to admit to wrongdoing. They're going to get a fine. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't think just in this incident, because Willie saved him from darning and didn't kill him, that he's going to have a change of heart all of a sudden. Just, <laughs> I don't think it happens that fast. Granted, it's a family movie, so it kind of has to. Otherwise, there is no resolution to this film.
don't know if you started out as a salmon fisher and became a, uh, what am I supposed to do now? I'm aware that that's what I am. <laughs> Tough. Why don't you hunt salmon? So what is the guy gonna do with his life? I mean, is he not getting arrested or a fine? <sighs> oh my gosh. It's not what I would have done. What do you mean? I mean, if some guy tries to kill me, I wouldn't save his life. I would have bit his butt. Or killed him. Well, maybe he's smarter than we are. Or more human. Yeah. He's more forgiving. Well, he's gonna make a good father. Don't you think? When the time comes. I'm sure he will. He'll make a great father. So, yeah. Max and his dad make up. And he's like, what am I gonna do? I'm a whaler. That's all I've ever known. And it's, Max is like, oh, but not to me. You're my dad. So, <laughs> But still, at the end of the day... He's still out there, because apparently his dad and his grandfather were also whalers, so it runs in the family. It's like, there are other things. You originally were listed as a salmon hunter or whatever. Just do that. There must be a market for salmon. I don't see why there wouldn't be. The fact that he's sending killer whale orca meat over to Japan. I know Japan is huge and big and stuff like that. But it's just, yeah, and then also, like, Norway and some other country I can't think of at the moment. But it's just, find something else. There's always something else you can do in regards to boating, fishing, shrimping. There you go. Boom. Shrimp. Just be a shrimp boat person. Because, you know, Jesse and Randolph and Drew are all talking about, like, well, yeah, I, they're, like, Willie's clearly more human than we are. And yeah, I mean, he is very forgiving. I mean, this guy tried to kill him more than once. And granted, he failed, but still. Willie could have killed this man. He had every opportunity. And, and he, he, he's, he let him live. I mean, maybe because it's Max's dad. I don't know. But um, Willie, yeah. Willie is a good whale. And yes, I agree. Willie is going to make a wonderful father. This, in a way, is kind of a bookend to the whole Willie story, you know? He was trapped in an amusement park. He got freed at the end of the movie. He, he reunited with his family. Lived through an oil slick. Survived. Met a girlfriend. Now they're starting a family. In case they get it, says, oh, they're gonna get it on film. That's really cool. Both of them have cameras to be able to witness this a beautiful, amazing moment. Horrible baby killer whale. So cute. <laughs> I like it, Drew. It brings out your eyes. Well, one of them is. Yep. You got. You had to get you back.
say, Jesse? I don't know. What do you say? Me? Yeah. I say we name Raptor's dad. So will we do here? Well, I say we name Max. Why? The movie ends with uh, Willy, Free Willy theme from the first movie. And you see the new family just swimming along, living life. Yeah, this is pretty much it. You know, the video of the live birth underwater. And then it's all like, okay, what are we going to name? Max asks, what are we going to name him? What are you going to name him? And Max thinks, like, because Jesse's like, well, what do you want to name him? And he asks, well, what about name him after his dad? So, Willie Jr.? No. <laughs> and Jesse says, I say we name him Max. I thought, <laughs> for a second, it's been so long since I've seen this. I thought Max was going to say, let's name it Jesse. <laughs> hey, there you go then. Jesse will always be Will Willie in a way. I don't, well, I mean, they can track them anyway, so they can, you know, still reunite on occasion or however. But, um... And, of course, Jesse had to get Drew back for that whole uh, double black eye with the binoculars. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie, thank goodness. I'm sorry, guys. This movie was just... Doesn't hold up today. It honestly really... Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's see. I can't remember if I even looked. I think I might have said we'll look at trivia after. So, let's see here. Trivia for Free Willy 3. Good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> oh, wait, I think we, yeah, we did most of it. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sure he was very glad that Michael Madsen was not. That's right, the DVD subtitles refer to Glenn as Ben. That's right. That's a Spoilers. <laughs> Glenn and Annie do not appear in this film. Film marks the final appearance of Jesse and Randolph. The only appearance of Max, Drew, Nikki, and John. Oh, that's what it, um, his name was. Okay. Um, great. Let's see here. Um, are there any goofs? Oh, taglines. A new friend, a new threat, a new adventure that will capture your heart. Well, you know what? I can't say that it did that because this, I, I agree with myself saying this is a movie that we did not need. Even my crush on Jason James Richter, by the time I saw this, I'm like, eh, I'm over it. I want to see. Okay, here, um... One star! This one was awful. I didn't like it at all. 21 years later, this movie still sucks. Um, this person actually gave it a 10 out of 10, and this is from two years ago. Wow, Willie sure needs rescuing quite a lot. I've never met a more... Oh, I've never met a whale so needy. Let's see. If we can find another... <laughs> Hold on. I don't want all this dead air. Hold on. Yeah, that's about it as far as the reviews go. Um, yeah, I, I know say, going into this review, I was saying I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this movie. And I'm just not. I don't even think this review is over 
two hours. And it's not. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, I wanted to complete the trilogy. If I really wanted to, I could have just done the first two. I'm like, no, I'll do the trilogy. <laughs> A nice little bookend. So if you guys get something out of this review, awesome. If not, don't worry. <laughs> I'll make up for it <laughs> down the road when I cover another trilogy of movies. Like when I do the first three Air Bud films. <laughs> <laughs> I know that third one's going to be massive goofball corniness, but the Airbud movies will, of course, be family-friendly, so you can look forward to that. So, Alrighty. I hope you all have a great September, rest of the August, and uh, I'll see you in September with more Full House episodes, and I'll be gear getting ready to do Punky Brewster in October. So look forward to that. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>